All right, I already talked the whole segment, but let's hear a little bit of sound bites of Jim Henson and how he started puppets with grown-ups. It was a puppet show for grown-ups. It was on at 11.25 at night. There wasn't a kid watching it in those days. Sometimes it was completely zany sketch comedies. Other times it was sort of sophomoric uh, record pantomimes. And it attracted this huge following in Washington, D.C., of all places where everybody watched the news. And the best part about Jim Henson and the puppets is he's not a ventriloquist. He don't care that you see his mouth moving with the frog sitting next to him. And here's why. A lot of people worry if they see the performer in the same shot with, uh, with a puppet character. Uh, it's been my experience that the character himself is really what's interesting. That uh, if I'm sitting here working Kermit, which I've done on the Carson show and things like that, that people don't really pay attention to me, you know. I'm not a ventriloquist and I don't uh, try to hide the fact that uh, my lips move, but um, uh, the truth of the matter is that the frog is a great deal more interesting to look at, and uh, who notices what the bearded man is doing? But our lives changed because today's topic is speaking and teaching children when this occurred. From the very beginning of Sesame Street, Jim was fascinated with the concept. He latched on immediately to the idea that was being developed by Joan Gans Cooney. She was convinced that what was fun and, and entertaining in television could also be used to teach. She'd seen Jim's commercials and loved them, and jumped at my suggestion that we bring him and his Muppets on board. What they wanted to do was to take and use some of the techniques that had been created for commercials and for television and apply them to this preschool, to the preschool kid. Fascinating to hear his philosophy of how to talk to kids, how to teach kids. We had a number of meetings uh, and seminars about uh, what we would be doing with this television show, and, and one of the thoughts would be to create a character that the child could live through. Hey, Crystal, huh? let's teach everybody the difference between big and little. So to talk to kids, to make a giant kid, he makes an eight-foot, two-inch bird. That says silly things. This is his, listen to his mindset of what was in his head of how to communicate to children. Jim had always thought of doing a puppet, a big bird puppet like this. We had talked about it before Sesame Street just as an abstract concept. And here was the perfect opportunity. So Jim did a sketch of how the bird would look and how the puppeteer inside would be working with no vision at all. And the way that worked is to put on the chest of the puppeteer inside the bird a little television monitor, just, you know, yay big, so that the puppeteer has his hand in the head of the bird, he's watching himself on television, and he is talking into the wireless microphone. And it was Jim's design, top to bottom. Big Bird, in theory, is himself the child, you know, and we wanted to make this great, big, silly, awkward creature that would make the same kind of dumb mistakes that kids make. Well, he has his philosophy about teaching kids. It's a lot like being a parent. It's not unlike the way a parent, no matter what you do as a parent, anytime you're sort of talking with your kids, you're really teaching them. You know, all the time you're talking, you're conveying your feelings about life, you know, and that's, that's really that kind of thing that we're trying to do. And listen, we thought we would uh, talk to you a little bit about the concept of being next to, you see? Now then, 
Right there, you see, Charlotte is next to Fanny, right? Maurice Sundak, one of the writers, the great writers, Emmy award-winning Emmy award writers for Sesame Street, talking about the philosophy and who Jim Henson was as a master at communicating with kids. And there was something so to the heart, something so simple you were astonished that it could be so simple and funny. The language could be so clear and disciplined. And he was a very disciplined artist, so what moved and what was said was thought about. If it was funny, it was by no accident. Is this microphone on? Oh, uh, hi all, this is uh, Kermit the Frog of Sesame Street News, and today I am standing at the base of the <laughs> tower where the Princess Rapunzel <laughs> is being held prisoner by the Wicked Witch. Get me out of here! <laughs> she happens to be a New Yorker. Get me out of here! Sesame Street, Jim Henson, communicating with kids in a beautiful, sweet way through Big Bird and the Muppets. But there's another way to do it, a tough way to do it, a Romanian way to do it. In the world of sports, Nadia Comaneci's coach, Bella and Marta Caroli. Wait till you hear this story. This is another way to talk to kids, to communicate with kids. It's being tough and expecting great things from them. We'll get into it coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 